0: A disclaimer before we start this episode, this episode contains content that may be triggering to some viewers, therefore is rated 13+. The content in this video is suicide. If you are under the age of 13, then please click off this episode. It is not designed for you. Another reminder that there are resources available to you use. Now let's get on to the episode. What's up, mates? I'm your host, Victoria, and I'm joined today once again with my fabulous furry friend and co-host, Baz. A huge thank you goes out to all of our wonderful viewers who listen and enjoy our podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you beautiful individuals. Another massive shout-out and thank you goes out towards our sponsor who has sponsored all of our episodes, and of course, we're talking about the family-owned and non-profit charity, the Peter Pan Foundation, whose goal is to give underprivileged children the time of their lives through seasonal events. Now you're listening to How to Handle, a podcast for teens from a teen on how to handle things that need to be handled. On this episode, we're going to talk about how to handle anxiety. So buckle up, and get a snack as we jump right on in. Everyone has general feelings of anxiety. It comes in the form of your fight or flight response, your stresses, your fears, your worries, etc., etc., etc. But for one in three of all adolescents to age 13 to 18, they will experience or have an anxiety disorder. Anxiety disorders are much worse than regular anxiety, and they're going to be today's topic. Now, anxiety disorders in teens and children has raised 20% since 2007, and amongst that, hospital admissions for suicidal teens has doubled. Now, anxiety can be genetic, but it can also develop through your life without running in your family. The seven most common types of anxiety disorders are general anxiety disorder, also known as GAD, panic disorder, social anxiety disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder, also known as PTSD, obsessive-compulsive disorder, also known as OCD, separation anxiety disorder, and, strangely enough or funnily enough, phobias. Now, all of these disorders and um, different anxiety disorders have their own effects and symptoms and what caused them or what can cause them. But some of the more common types of anxiety are fatigue or having trouble sleeping, muscle aches, headaches, twitching or having tics, indecisiveness, nausea, having an inability to like sleep, um, irritability, apprehensiveness, and difficulty concentrating. Um, now, some broad descriptions of the seven main common types of anxiety are as follows. So general anxiety disorder is exactly what it sounds like. It's more general anxiety and its symptoms are more broad and it doesn't focus on one certain thing like other um, anxiety disorders. Now, panic disorder is more commonly associated with panic attacks and it is simpler, similar to general anxiety disorder um, in the sense that its effects are more broad. Um, Now, panic disorder also can sometimes link to anxiety attacks and not exclusively panic attacks. Now, social anxiety and its effects are more directed to what they sound like, social interactions. And people with social anxiety will often feel the symptoms that we've listed before, in public spaces, or when confronted in a public area. Now, PTSD occurs in people after experiencing a traumatic experience. And their symptoms can be similar to what we labeled before, but they can also include night terrors of the incident and frequent anxiety attacks. Now, OCD is a quite varied disorder, Uh, But the main component is that they will oftentimes um, perform certain rituals, like um, knocking on a door three times because they feel they have to, or um, taking six sips from their drink because they feel they have to. Um, And oftentimes, like, people with OCD have to keep everything neat. It's not always... Um, not, it doesn't always come with OCD, but oftentimes people with OCD will have to have things neat, or at least things in order, or to their order. Um, Now, separation anxiety is when an individual with separation anxiety feels the common symptoms of anxiety or anxiety attacks when they are separated from something they like. Um, So, this doesn't, exclusively have to be a person but it can be if they're away from home or if their best friend's gone or if there's one place they feel really safe. So it can just be anything they have a connection to and when they're split from it they can feel symptoms of anxiety. And now phobias are one of the lesser or one, or one of the more common types of anxiety um, and they're having an extreme fear of something Um, and like extreme, and when they come in contact with that fear, um, they can have panic attacks, anxiety attacks, or these symptoms of anxiety that we have said. Um, Some examples of phobias are arachnophobia, which is a fear of spiders, which is one of the most common. Um, And now, before we get into our tips and tricks, we're going to have a quick intermission break. So, welcome back lads. Our first tip of the episode is aimed towards helping during anxiety attacks. Now, when you're having an anxiety attack, it's very easy to forget to breathe or to hyperventilate. So once you have more control over your body or you have a clearer mind or thought process or both, um, you can try this ex breathing exercise, which will help lower your heart rate and ground yourself. So what you're going to want to do is inhale quickly And then exhale for eight seconds. And you're going to want to make sure you don't rush the exhale because it's been proven that the exhale is the most important part of breathing and it helps you calm down. So make sure for that exhale is when you're really trying to ground yourself. Now, doing this can help you come back faster from an anxiety attack or can help you clear your mind and headspace and just get you to a point where you're more okay. Now, our second tip is going to help in reducing your anxiety levels, and is going to have a list of activities that you have to help you de-stress. Now, these activities can be anything you like, and I know that this kind of sounds not too helpful of a trick, um, because I'm just saying, make a list of activities that you do to reduce anxiety, and some people might not know what those things are, and you just have to experiment with it. Some people, it's going for a run. Some people, it's just listening to music, so just make a list of things that help you de-stress, and have it um, on your phone or on your journal but if you find you're ever in a social situation or and you have social anxiety or you have separation anxiety and you can't find your list or you don't have access to do the things that you do to de-stress what you can do and this will take time and will become easier over time is take your four fingers and tightly squeeze your thumb and close your eyes and for a whole minute or a minute or so you're going to want to actively think and bring all of your anxiety to the front of your mind and get your brain very very nervous but try not to go into anxiety and an anxiety attack because that would um ignore the purpose of this tip um and so after a minute or so Release your thumb, and once you release your thumb, try in releasing, try to release all of your anxiety and just let it all pour out of you. Um and it will come it will become easier with time, and with time it will feel more natural to do it. Um but Again, I'm warning you, at first, it will be difficult to sometimes let all of that anxiety go. Now, our third tip for the day is going to help when, like, during an anxiety attack or a panic attack, or if you just feel so overwhelmed um, with anything or everything you're going through. um, And what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to look around and say it loud, preferably, or you can say it to yourself, but again, saying it out loud is preferable. Um, so say aloud, five things that you can see, three things that you can feel, two things that you can hear, and something that you can smell. Um, now this will just help you to ground yourself and give you an opportunity or just a moment to slow down your mind and your thought process and just clear out everything, all of the noise and all of the loudness to what, to your situation, to the gravity of the situation that's going on. Um, And it just, it forces you to take a moment and think what is actually around me? And then it will help you ground yourself. Now our fourth and final tip is going to help um, contact your friends or your family or anyone who helps you calm down um, when you're in a position where, if you're having an anxiety attack again, or if you're having a panic attack, or if you, again, feel really overwhelmed, um, and you need to contact your friends or family or anyone who helps calm you down again, uh, but you can't formulate sentences, or you can't say, I need to vent to you, or I need advice, or I need something, so what you're going to do is you're going to contact whoever you wanna have this with um, and create a code. It can be if you send this ser- these numbers together, it can be if you send this emoji, if you send these two letters together even, um, then um, this is what they mean. So I know me and a couple of my friends we have a system where if like if we're having an anxiety attack or whatever the situation might be, if we send each other a purple heart emoji, um, then it means we're stressed, we need to vent to you, but we just want you to listen. If you send a blue heart, it means we're stressed, we need you to, we need to vent, and we need advice. If we send a green heart, then it means. I need advice and I like, I can't I can't text this out to you. So just having that code is really helpful. Um, and I feel that with me and my friends, it has helped us because you just send a quick emoji or you just send a couple numbers or you just send like a word or letters together and the other person or the other people Automatically know that you are a really stressed or in a place where you can't fully like type or like do sentence do type out sentences, um, but it also helps ensure that you aren't going to be alone during this and that you're gonna have someone who can help you, or if you're someone during panic attacks who likes to push people away. Because um, I know a couple people like that, they don't like people to be near them. Um, another thing you can do instead of having a whole code with friends is just having like a playlist or having something saved onto your phone, like someone talking um, to help you calm you down. But just something that just always having either a code with friends or having something on hand that can help calm you down is always a good thing to have for anxiety or people who have anxiety or people who often have anxiety attacks. Um, and so it's just always good to have that and be able to have a crutch that you can rely on and people that you can rely on. Well, mates, that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed and you learned something new or you found a new way to bounce back and recover from an anxiety attack or a panic attack or if you're feeling overwhelmed or if you just needed to have that extra stability crutch um, for anxiety. I hope you found it or you found something that may help because keep in mind, you can always take my tips and tweak it because that's what I've done in the past. I've taken tips and I've tweaked them Um, because with mental health or with bouncing back or with really anything, no one's one way is going to be perfect for everyone. So sometimes things require tweaking and that's perfectly okay. But this was Victoria and Baz signing off for now. Bazinga. Bazinga.